and more and more. But listen, listen, listen. This is about inspiration. This is about inspiration, and you've got to see it, okay? I'm just going to read some verses, and I'm just going to show you. You go back to Exodus. We've been in Exodus, and I'm just going to show you a few things, and then I'll let you, I'll let you go, okay? But you, you take it from here, okay? You, this is what God showed me. Exodus 4, the beginning... And then we're going to go through a few other places, and then I'll, I'll let you go. I promise. Exodus 4. And I, I've got to read a little bit, you know, before to get to each of these verses. Okay, so just bear with me. Starting in verse 10, okay? And Moses said unto the Lord, O my Lord, I am not eloquent, neither heretofore, nor since thou hast spoken unto thy servant, but I am slow of speech and of a slow tongue. And the Lord said unto him, Who hath made man's mouth? Or who maketh the dumb, or deaf, or the seeing, or the blind? Have not I the Lord? Now therefore go, and I will be with thy mouth, and teach thee what thou shalt say. And he said, And he said, O my Lord, send, I pray thee, by the hand of him whom thou wilt send. Somebody else. Don't send me. You know, pick somebody to go. 14. And the anger of the Lord was kindled against Moses, and he said, Is not Aaron the Levite thy brother? I know that he can speak well. And also, behold, he cometh forth to meet thee, and when he seeth thee, he will be glad in his heart. Okay, now here's, here's what I, I just went up to that. Verse 15. And thou shalt, this is God speaking, okay? And thou shalt speak unto him. And put words in his mouth, and I will be with thy mouth, and with his mouth, and will teach you what ye shall do. Verse 16, and he shall be thy spokesman unto the people. Now, that is inspiration. God was talking directly to Moses, telling him, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to show you what to say and what to do. Okay? That is inspiration. You jump over to verses 28. And Moses, now listen, and Moses told Aaron all the words of the Lord. Verse 30, and Aaron spake all the words which the Lord had spoken unto Moses. And of course, which Moses gave to Aaron. That's inspiration. Okay? God gave them what to say. Okay? That's inspiration. But here's the, here's the main thing I want you to see. All. All. He didn't leave out anything. He didn't paraphrase, paraphrase anything. He didn't substitute anything. Moses told Aaron exactly what God said. Okay? And that's what every pastor who stands down the pulpit every week should tell their people exactly what God said. And you can't do that from these other translations. You can't, because they've taken the Word of God and threw it out the window. So how are you supposed to know the truth if you're not being told the truth? Amen. Okay? I mean, seriously, this makes me mad. I don't understand why someone like me, I don't have an education, okay? I've got two years of college at St. Louis Community College, which was nothing. I was up at Howell College for two or three years, okay, and that, that changed, okay? 
that change. But anyway, I don't, I'm not smart. Okay, I barely got out of high school. Barely got out of high school. Okay? I don't understand why men who stand behind this pulpit who are called of God and preach to their, and teach to their congregation every week after week after week. But they're going from another version that dilutes and adulterates the Word of God. Cuts it up, butchers it, and throws it out the window, and you have what's left. That is not God-inspired. Okay? That is not God-inspired. And here's another thing. King James Version that I know of, you, it, it's not copyrighted. It's not copyrighted. You can quote it all you want. Now you read any of these other versions, if you're going to quote their stuff, technically, you, you've got to have permission. Because that's marriage. Here's, about, here's one thing I don't understand. I tried to get another... Uh, when I first got saved, about a year or so afterward, anyway, before I went to college, I, I bought a General Rice reference Bible. Okay? Bought it from, I think, through the Civil War, if I'm not mistaken. $40. I, I, love, I love the feel of it. Every time I grabbed that Bible, it was like, ah. You know? And it wasn't because of General Rice. It just felt like... It was good in my hands. It felt right. It was mine. And I used that thing until it was falling apart. And like this thing here, it's falling apart. You know, and, you know, I, I still have it. It's boxed up to the <laughs> Michael was going to try and get a fix for the job. Anyway, I love that Bible. I love that Bible. But, anyway, let me just let me get past that. I was told I was going to let you go. If you come from, from here, what we just read, that's just giving them all, all, he gave them all, whatever Moses got, he gave to Aaron, okay? Here was my next one. He gave to Aaron. I got notes here somewhere, folks. Ah, <laughs> uh, there it is. That was Exodus uh, 4, 15, 28, 30. Exodus 17, I'm going to read Exodus 17, 8 through 12. Uh, it's just another place. But it, just real quick, if you jump over to verse 11, chapter 17 in Exodus, verse 11. Uh, no, not, not that verse. Down to verse 14. And the Lord said unto Moses, Write this. Write this for a memorial in a book and rehearse it in the ears of Joshua. Inspiration. He was to write down what was happening, what God told him to put down in a book. Okay? And it was, you know, it was to be kept as a memorial. He said, Jim Moses, write this for a memorial in the book, and rehearse it in the ears of Joshua. Okay? Inspiration. Now, if you jump over to uh, 19, verse 6 and 7, again, I'm, I'm going to have to just leave this stuff out so I can find out. I apologize. I didn't think I talked this long, did uh, Verse 6 in, in chapter 19. Uh, and ye shall be unto me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. I hear it. 
These are the words which thou shalt speak unto the children of Israel. These are the words. And then verse 7, Moses came and called for the elders of the people and laid before their faces all these words which the Lord commanded him. He did not delete, he did not change or paraphrase anything that God said. He gave them exactly what God told him. And he gave it to whoever else and they were to do the exact same thing. They were not to leave out anything. They were to take what they were told and share it and give it. Preach it. Teach it. Disciple with it. You jump over to chapter 20, first verse, and God spake all these words saying, what's the verse? It says, I am the Lord thy God. But inspiration. Inspiration. Okay, and that's what I was, you know, that's what I was trying to get across in my, in my so dumb way. But here's something that, that John Rice said. You'll find it in his book on the God, you know, God breathed book out Bible. In the back side, in the back, and I'll quickly because I promise you. In the back side of the desert of Midian, Moses saw a burning bush and drew near. But God spoke to Moses out of the bush and said, Draw not nigh hither. Put off thy shoes and walk thy feet, for the place Whereupon thou standest is holy ground. That's in Exodus 3 5. Holy ground. Okay. If you're in the presence of God, you're on holy ground. That bush burning in the desert signified the miraculous presence of God to speak to man. The Bible is as truly miraculous as that burning bush. The bush that had natural branches. But they burned with super, supernatural fire. The Bible has human language, but it nonetheless speaks with the voice of deity. The Bible had human writers, but they wrote God's words. Which things we also speak, the Apostle Paul writes, not in the words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Ghost teaches. First Corinthians 2.13 So God speaks to us out of his burning word in this desert world. And we beg the reader, this is John Reisman, we beg the reader to approach this study of the Bible doctrine of inspiration with holy reverence and humility. We are not wise scholars with arrogant assurance passing judgment on a fallible human document. We are poor, frail sinners seeking to examine the very Word of God. What do we have today? The cancel culture. They want to cancel everything and anything that they don't agree with. And they've been doing it for years, centuries, to the Bible. Trying to cancel it out. Trying to throw it out the window. Trying to change it. I even heard that they had... uh, I I even heard they had some kind of a uh, gay lesbian Bible or something. You know, with all the colors. And I guess they changed some things to fit their lifestyle. Okay? Not wrong. It's wrong. And that's why, you know, <laughs> I mean when this when this was being put together, I mean I was I was all over the place. You you I mean I was having difficulty trying to fit things together. I just got exasperated and I said, you know, you're trying to be hard. You're pushing it, you're trying to be hard. Just 
Show them that. Just show them that. It got me mad. And he got me fired up. They got me fired up. And it's like, folks, we... I'm, I thank God that we have a pastor that stands on this book. This, now, I, I, I got a little upset one for a while some time back. It's like, you know what? This is God's word. Okay? Why, why do they stamp KJV on it? Why do they stamp King James' name on it for it? Well, there's a reason. But King James was a man. He wasn't perfect. Why does he have to share that? I mean, I just, ah, you know. But it bothered me. You know, I want to do that little phrase. But this is the translation that you want God to speak to you, okay? I've tried to read it one at a time. I've tried to uh, read some of the other versions, and I'll be honest with you. It's like, it's like the contemporary songs today. They do nothing. There's no conviction. Some of those songs are supposed to be Christian songs, supposed to be whatever. They don't even mention the Holy Spirit. They don't even mention God's name. You know why? Because that way they can use it for the secular crowd and make money off of that, that way. Plus, you get these people that don't know what they're doing, they don't know what they believe in, you know, buying thinking, who's talking about God? It's talking about God. It must be good, it must be right. No. No. This is what has gotten me through some really, really, really bad things in my life. Right here. That's the only thing. If it wasn't for this Bible, this translation, I wouldn't be here. I promise you, I guarantee you. Because there was a time in my life that things were going on and I prayed and begged God, kill me. Take me home. I'm tired. I'm tired. You know, I don't want to go on. I don't want to feel the hurt and the pain. I want to go. Take me home, please. I'm still here. So I guess he has something to do. But desperation. Desperation. If you're going through something, if you're going through something and you're having a hard time with it, it's part of it the reason why it's happening is part of it is to draw you to God. It's to keep you close to God. It's not there. God's not allowing it to happen in your life to drive you away. It's there for a reason, for a purpose. And you have to understand that. You have to get a grip on it. And don't let it destroy you. And that's what the devil wants to do. Hmm. That's what the devil wants to do. He wants to destroy you. Okay? My testimony could easily be destroyed by some of the things that I've done in the past since I've been saved. Okay. But I will say one thing that's, that God allowed me to experience and told me and convicted me afterwards, after some other things happened. But when I was born on a job site, it was just me and another guy there that were believers. We were Baptists. The others were Catholics. Well, I did. I went there as a brand new worker. Didn't I? Didn't really say too much because I knew. I knew the situation there. I knew how they hated me. <laughs> I knew. So I didn't say too much. I just kept quiet. I did my job. Yes, sir. No, sir. You know, I ate lunch. I read my Bible. 
sometimes and you know out of the blue, never talked to this guy, hardly other than when it was necessary. I never witnessed to him. Out of the room, he comes in one morning. The, you know, the morning's starting, getting things ready to go. He goes, comes over, says, come on, I need to talk to you. I need to talk to you. Okay. He's going to cuss me out. He's going to rope me or something, you know. Because he's a little fiery guy, you know. I thought, oh, okay. So we walked outside the garage, out, away from everything and everybody. You know what he talked about? I, I need you to pray for me. Huh? I need you to pray for me. He said, my wife and I are having troubles and I don't, you know, I want a divorce. I don't want a divorce. And I thought, oh man. So we prayed that day. <laughs> we prayed that day. And after that, because he did not, he, he did not like me. The other guy was there before me. And then I came in, and it's like, oh, we're getting invaded by Baptists. You know? This is, this is not good. You know? So, that's the way it was. But, for whatever reason, after that, I mean, after that, he and I became friends. He was nice to me when he talked. We, you know, we even ended up, after we moved out of that garage into another place to work, we got to talk about photography, and he was what kind of camera should I buy? And we We became kind of friends. And I thought, wow, praise the Lord. That's, that's amazing, you know. And that's not patting me on the back. I'm just saying, you know, God allowed me to be there for that. He needed somebody. He needed a vent. He needed to talk to somebody. And apparently, he had no one else to talk to. But me. And I thought, wow, you know, thank you. But things worked out. We went to their house and had supper. He invited us to their house and we had, we had supper with him. So, of course, I don't know whether right now I haven't been in touch with him. But, uh, you know, I'm just saying, you can't take you can't take them another translation. You can't counsel somebody. You can't show them the truth because you don't have the truth. Now, now there's some Bibles that, I mean, I would probably throw them in the trash. Some translations, but at the same time, I mean, I've, I've looked at the I looked at the, the New King James version. They still messed it up, you know. But it's like I got two of them free, <laughs> so I I hung on to them. I can't quite throw them in the trash because there's enough truth there in a lot of the verses. It's like I feel like I'm throwing God's word away. You know, just some of it, but most of it. In others, it's like, throw it away, throw it away, throw it away. But anyway, I was even given the Bible that Jehovah's Witnesses use. My grandson had that. I said, give me that. I said, I have that? Or, or, or do it. I said, good, you don't need it. <laughs> anyway, I, I apologize. I am way, 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 way past time. I never thought in many years that I would hold you in Jesus. But anyway, Let's pray. We'll let you go home. Prepare our hearts for Sunday for our pastor to be back. And, uh, and uh, whatever chance you get to be a witness, to be a witness. Okay? Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for this time. And, uh, Lord, I, I, you know, I would apologize for going over, but at the same time, Lord, it, it's... I, I, you know, 
you just showed me some things. I just want to try and get that out and show it. I just I thank you for your word. And it truly, for me, has been a lifesaver since I've been saved many times. And I thank you for it. And uh, so I just pray, God, that you would just keep us grounded there. You keep us uh, a good, solid foundation in your word. And Lord, uh, let's just stay as close as you as we possibly can in your word. And uh, I love you, Lord. Thank you again for all that you've done, all that you've done for us. And all those things you're going to do down the road for us. I thank you for that. Love you. Pray that you be with everybody. Tonight as we go home, as we go home, keep us safe on the road, keep us safe this rest of this week, and bring us back together to be with our pastor Sunday. And I just pray, God, that, that we would have our hearts and minds prepared to receive what you have for us through your word. And uh, we just again thank you. Love you. Pray these things in Christ's name. Amen. 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 Amen.